0: selamat pagi selamat siang selamat sore selamat malam bagi seluruh para pendengar uh, CEO Stranger welcome back my Lisa Christine Erdani well um, hari ini uh, hari minggu uh, gue lagi libur dan I think I'm gonna make something new about my podcast jadi um, in this podcast uh, in this episode uh, aku bakalan um, bacain kita berbagi ya berbagi um, reading. Jadi uh, aku mau bacain satu buku dari Richard Templer. Uh, his international bestselling author of The Rules of Life. Jadi buku sebelumnya itu adalah The Rules of Life dan buku yang aku pegang sekarang ini adalah the judulnya The Rules of Love. Uh, jadi um, mungkin bisa menjadi pencerahan buat kalian ya and this book comes with English uh, apa English script jadi memang tulisannya dan bahasanya bahasa Inggris gitu ya uh, tapi aku akan mencoba untuk uh, bantu kalian untuk api kali kalian untuk merasapi dan memahami arti dari uh, buku the, the Rules of Love by Richard Templar ini Jadi kalau dari uh, bukunya sendiri dia warnanya putih, terus uh, tulisan The Rules of Love-nya itu sendiri warnanya merah. So good, so good. Appearancenya bagus banget. And dari biasanya itu kan kalau buku ada synopsisnya dulu tuh belakangnya itu, dan ya, di buku ini tuh tertulis The Rules of Love, a personal code for happier and more fulfilling relationship adalah uh, kode personal untuk sebuah hubungan yang lebih happy dan lebih berisi gitu. jadi uh, penjabarannya adalah strong loving relationship are what life's all about and some people are really good at it they find a partner who makes them happy and they seem to know instinctively how to handle tricky times and keep the relationship fresh and rewarding Jadi adalah uh, sebuah hubungan yang uh, saling menyayangi dan kuat itu adalah kehidupan yang kita mau semuanya. Setiap orang mungkin ada yang uh, bagus, uh, orang uh, mungkin ada beberapa orang yang uh, bisa menjalankan itu dengan baik, ya seperti kayak dia menemukan partner hidup yang uh, bisa buat mereka senang dan partner yang punya insting yang bagus gitu kayak uh, untuk untuk uh, handle ketika ada masa-masa sulit jadi they make their relationship keep fresh and rewarding itu artinya adalah mereka membuat sebuah hubungan itu menjadi tetap lebih seru gitu seru dan menyenangkan gitu. They make friends easily and have lasting relationship that stand on the test of time. Jadi hmm. um, mereka tuh membuat hubungan itu jadi kayak teman dan um, membuat hubungan itu jadi lebih lama dan long lasting uh, untuk bertahan di saat-saat yang Susah, gitu. they are the linchpin of a strong sportive family, Okay, i need to find the linchpin meaning kayaknya, karena i know that my vocabulary not really that super tapi, well, wait well, let's, let's find out google translate linch Okay, the linchpin Okay, (laughs) I don't know. What does the linchpin mean? Linchpin, okay, itu linchpin itu ya, itu adalah sebuah barang gitu Jadi kayak, they are the linchpin of a strong Jadi kayak mereka tuh adalah pin seseorang yang sangat kuat gitu Kayak mereka attached to someone really strong dan mereka sangat supportive They make it look effortless, yet for most of us is just isn't that straightforward Love may be a basic human instinct But sharing your life with other people Isn't always easy Jadi kayak um, Mereka Pasangan-pasangan itu tuh terlihat kayak effortless gitu kayak Pasangan yang udah um, Terlihat Pasangan yang sudah menemukan uh, Their True friendship in their relationship Itu kayak Kelihatannya tuh effort terus untuk punya hidup yang bahagia or something like that. Tapi kayak mungkin beberapa orang dari kita tuh nggak nggak punya yang seperti itu gitu. Jadi kayak kelihatannya tuh love is basic thing. kayak cinta itu sesuatu yang basic di dalam hidup kita. Tapi ternyata kenyataannya sharing your life with other people itu enggak selalu kelihatannya mudah gitu ya kan, karena lo punya dua kepribadian yang berbeda I mean, you and your partner and then you have to live together which is kayak kalian punya pemikiran yang berbeda satu sama lain and it's not gonna be easy to live in a, a very such a long time, right then is there something these people know that we don't. Is there something we can all benefit from? The answer is resounding yes. They know the rules of love. Jadi, um, buat orang-orang yang merasa kayak uh, this is not easy, this is something that's not easy. Jadi, apakah ada sesuatu yang sebenarnya kita tuh nggak tahu gitu? Jadi maksudnya kayak. Uh, Asi rahasia yang kita tuh sebenarnya tak tahu untuk menjalani kehidupan relationship yang long lah seperti itu. Dan Giovanni si, in this book the rules of love. So the rules of love are a set of guiding principles that will help form and sustain strong, enduring and, and ultimately ultimately life-enhancing relationship. Jadi uh, diharapkan buku ini bisa menjadi um, Panduan uh, yang bisa membantu untuk uh, memperkuat hubungan dan um, apa ya membuat kehidupan berhubungan kalian tuh lebih lebih baik lagi ya untuk lebih meningkatkan lagi. So the rules of love you'll feel the benefit and so will everybody around you. Jadi diharapkan buku ini bisa memberikan benefit untuk kamu dan uh, orang-orang di sekitar kamu juga gitu karena kan uh, dalam berhubungan itu kamu nggak hanya berhubungan dengan kamu dan partner kamu but you live with all people around you yeah? no matter what relationship it is it can be friendship, it can be love it can be like uh, with your parents with everyone so let's open this book so in the first chapter of this book uh, kita itu kontennya ada uh, first ada rules for finding love. Hmm, this is interesting ya, karena uh, rules for finding love itu kayak berarti untuk orang-orang yang masih single gitu kan? Uh, in their search of finding their love. Okay. La, di sini ada di rules for finding love itu ada 19 chapter. Jadi I'll read them uh, in several part mungkin ya um, yang pertama itu ada Be Yourself mm, This is so good, I can feel it ya yeah. Actually sih kayak ada banyak banget gitu ada kayak, Ya bener-bener Ada banyak banget hmm, apa uh, Chapter gitu, jadi ada Ini ada 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 True Jadi kayak ada rules for finding love, rule relationship rules, uh, rules for party, and uh, family rules, and friendship rules. That's what I mentioned before. Oh, sama satu lagi ya. rules for everyone. So in total, ada six uh, rules, ya. Yeah. Um, well, I hope this book is can helpful with all of you, ya. Karena uh, I find this is really good for us karena kadang-, kadang kita mungkin stuck in a place that we don't know what to do, we don't know what to go. Jadi, yeah. So after all of the content explanation, there's an introduction. To my best friend, lover, companion, partner and soulmate, you know who you are. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Any, maksudnya dari Okay, so we start in uh, the introduction, Yeah, Love, <coughs> it's simple isn't it, you love your family and your friends and they love you back, you find a partner from you, you find a partner whom you love and who loves you too, and you don't even have to try, it just happens, all true, but if you're reading this book, You already know full well that it's much, much more complex than that. Love between people almost always has its complications. Because people are complicated, love can be tried and tested and stretched to its limits. Sometimes we love the wrong person, we can love too much or not enough. We can feel it but not now. How to show it? We can think love is enough when actually it isn't, we can struggle to find it or be unsure if we've found it or not. And sometimes we think it's still there, but we can feel it ebbing away and don't know how to restore it to its full glory. Love is often involved in our highest high and our deepest low, and it's almost always linked to contentment which frankly is what most of us ultimately want in life. And so we should, it's a lofty aim. Imagine yourself in old age for a moment, you are sitting in the sunshine next to your partner who is also your best friend, confidant, and lover, and you are surrounded by family and friends. Children are playing on the grass around you and everywhere is the sound of laughter and happy voices. Yes, I know it sounds like the ending of the most unwatchable, sugary film ever, but deep down, wouldn't you like to feel that you were heading for moments like that? It all comes down to forming strong and loving relationship that will stay strong all your life, while well, starting from now at least and accumulating people around you who make you happy and who enjoy your company. It all comes down to love. The four-letter words that has more poems, stories, and sermons written about it than any other. The supposedly basic and straightforward emotion that so many of us find a bit trickier than we feel it should be. We're told to love our neighbor, love our fellow man, that love makes world go around. Love conquers all, All you need is love. Yes, yes, but how do you actually do it? How do you get it right and make it last and keep it fresh? It may be a basic human instinct, but it's not that easy. We keep messing it up. Relationship fail, or friends let us down, or family aren't there when we need them, or children blame us for everything that goes wrong in their life. It's all very well saying that all you need is love, but it's not actually actually true. All you need is love plus an instruction manual for what to do with it once you found it. Well I've never tracked down an instrument instruction manual, so I've had to do my best to assemble my own. To begin with. I was as lost as anyone, but as you'll know, if you've read any of my other rules books, what I do really well in life is watch other people. I can always seem to get everything right myself, but I can see what the people who do get it right are up to. So that's what I've done. I've studied all kinds of people in relationship and with family and friends. It soon become clear that there are a few people who are really good at love but that most of us struggle a bit so what is it that the successful people do is there something they know and do that the rest of us could learn from you bet there is that's what contained in this book and here it is I'm a real believer in sympathetic magic, if you do what the happiest people do you'll become as happy as them. I've pulled together the top 100 rules as I've observed observed them in other people and a view I've learned for myself along the way too. The people who follow these rules most closely are the ones to find a partner who makes them happy and manage to keep the relationship fresh and rewarding for life, they are the ones that have close, supportive family and whose children want to spend time with them. They are the one with the closest and most rewarding friendship and with people who are always there for them. They are the world's natural rules players. An instruction manual for love seems like an odd thing, it's not a sex manual. Do go and buy one as well if you think that be useful because you won't find that kind of instruction in here. This is a collection of behaviors to follow all your life in order to be better at loving people and to be loved better in return. There are practical rules and emotional rules and those rules and easy rules. I've just assembled everything I think will help you get to grips with love and how to use it. You know, most of this stuff anyways, though you might not realize it, much of it is common sense. As with all my books, these are reminders, not revelations, and that's as it should be. Love isn't so difficult that there are secrets you never knew, it's just that sometimes we we'll lose the plot a bit and need to remind ourselves that of what's really important and what we should aim for to make our relationship deep and lasting. I've divided the book into sections to make it easier to use. I've included sections of finding love, relationship, parting, not many of those because you don't want to dwell on it, family and friendship. Some of the rules seem to overlap a bit, so I've put them in whichever section seemed most appropriate. You'll have to forgive me if you disagree with my choice, and there were just a few rules left over at the end which seemed to belong to every section, so I've collected them up in the final section rules for everyone. I've spent many years collecting these rules, but I bet there's more to learn. There's always is, thank godness. You may have come across guiding principle, which I haven't included here. If so, I'd love to hear from you. So. I can add them to my collection. You can email me at at richard.templar at richardtemplar.co.uk With love, Richard Templar. That's a very sweet uh, introduction, right? So, are we ready? Okay, let's start. It's all very well called in this book, The Rules of Love. But what if you haven't found it yet? Or maybe you think you might have found it, but you're not sure. Is this new partner really the one? How can you tell? And how should you act while you're deciding? You really want to get it right this time? You don't want to do or say the wrong thing or expect too much or too little. So while you're looking for the perfect partner or getting to know the latest possibility, how should you behave and what should you do be looking out for? This first section of the book should give you what you need to help you both recognize and keep Mr. and Right when you find them. And even if you already settled in a relationship, you might want to take a look here too. It's possible that it will remind you of why you got the getter in the first place, and it might shed some light on how things are now. Plus, of course, when it comes to helping others find love, you'll be in a better place to oversupport when others are heading down the wrong track. Okay, let's start. Rule number one. Be yourself. Isn't it just so tempting to reinvent yourself when you meet somebody new who you really fancy? Or to try and be who you think they are looking for? You could become really sophisticated or maybe strong and silent and mysterious. At least you could stop embarrassing yourself by making jokes at inappropriate moments or being pathetic about coping with problems. Actually, no, you couldn't. At least you might manage it for an evening or two, or even a month or two, but it's going to be tough keeping it, keeping it forever. And if you think this person is the one, you know the one. Then you might be spending the next half century or so with them. So just imagine fifteen years of pretend, 50 years of pretending to be sophisticated and suppressing your natural sense of humor that's not going to happen is it and would you really want a lifetime of looking behind some sham personality you've created imagine how that would be unable ever to let on that this wasn't really you at all for fear of losing them and suppose they find out in a few weeks or months or years time when you finally crack they're not going to be very impressed and nor would you be if it was them who turned out to have been acting out of character all along. I'm not saying you shouldn't try to turn over the occasional new leaf, improve yourself a bit. We should all be doing that all the time and not only in our love life. Sure you can try to be a bit more organized or less negative, changing your behavior is all fine and good. This rules is about changing your basic personality that won't work. And you'll tie yourself in knots trying to do it convincingly. So just be yourself. Might as well get it all in. uh, Might as well get it all get it all out in the open now. And if that's not who they're looking for, at least you won't get into deep before they find out. And you know what? Maybe they don't actually like sophisticated. Perhaps strong silent types don't do it for for them. Maybe they love your upfront sense of humor. Perhaps they want to be with someone who needs a bit of looking after. You see, if you fake it, you'll attract someone who belongs with a person that isn't you. And how will that help? Somewhere out there is someone who wants exactly the kind of person you are, complete with all the flaws and failing you become with. And I'll tell you something else They won't even see them as flaws and failings They'll see them as part of your unique charm And they'll be right So the conclusion Might as well Get it all out in the open now So good We're heading on to rule number 2 Get over it Before you get on with it we all get battered and bruised by life, that's inevitable, some of us come of worse than others, of course it's the scars that give us character, so they're not all bad in the long run, but in the short term we may need to recover before we enter the fray. If your last relationship or two has left you a bit of emotional rag, it's better to repair the damage before you start looking for a new lover and partner. Otherwise, you won't be able to show them the real you and you won't be able to focus on them if you're still preoccupied with yourself. If you make a mistake with your new relationship and it happens to all of us, you could end up more bruised than you started. And even if you did manage to find someone truly caring, and loving, both of you could suffer for the fact that one of you wasn't ready yet to launch into a relationship. I have a friend who came out of one relationship an emotional wreck. Then she met a man who was lovely, kind, nurturing, protective, just what she thought she needed. Over the next couple of years, he looked after her until she was a strong, independent woman again. And what happened? It killed the relationship completely. She wasn't the woman he'd fallen in love with anymore. Lots of men go go for strong, independent women, but he wasn't one of them. He liked women who were fragile and needed looking after, and that's the danger. Even if you find yourself the perfect partner, they're only ideal for who you are right now. And that's not who you'll be once you've recovered, the person you really are underneath. I'm not saying this relationship can never work, but it's very, very rare. So, do yourself a favor, go away and hide somewhere while you lick your wound, enjoy your friends and your family and wait until you recovered a bit before you start looking for a new partner. And when you do, try to pick someone whose scars are relatively well healed too. Because of course this works the other way around as well. The way you can both see each other as you really are and start your relationship the way you want to continue. Do yourself a favor, go away and hide somewhere while you lick your wound. And rule number three: you won't be happy with a partner until you can be happy on your own. Oh, this is so true. I knew a woman who was always in relationship. You know the kind. Maybe you're the same yourself. And the moment one relationship ended, another started. I asked her once why this was and she told me that she didn't like being on her own, so she made sure it never happened. When I got to know her well, she was with a man who was perfectly decent but who just didn't give her the love she deserved. Why did she put up with it? I asked her. She patiently explained that she had no choice because the alternative was being on her own and she couldn't cope with that. In the end though, things got really bad and he left. She braced herself for the breakdown she knew would follow. I saw her a month or so later and asked how she was coping. She told me fine at the moment. I thought I'd have fallen to pieces by now, but it's, it's obviously taking longer to happen than I expected. I think it was six months before it finally dawned on her that she wasn't actually going to break down at all. Three months later, she met a lovely guy who wanted to get serious and move in together before too long, but she resisted. She was having too much fun being on her own. The point about this is that she stayed in relationships that weren't good and put up with the flag she didn't deserve, out of fear of being on her own. But once she knew that she was happy on her own, she set her standard much higher and wouldn't put up with second best. She didn't have to. After all, what was the worst that could happen? Well, she could end up back on her own again, but that wasn't a problem anymore. So the moral of this story is that you need to learn to be happy and secure on your own. That way, you'll never stay in a bad situation for fear of being left alone. If it's not working out, you can simply leave. For too many people stay in an unhappy relationship because they're scared to be alone. Rules players learn to enjoy living alone so that when they do choose to throw in their lot with a new partner, it's for the right reason. Once you've mastered this, you'll only ever live with anyone else because you love them and they make you happy. Being alone is great, but being with them is even better. If that stops being the case, you're free to leave. Rule number four, you'll know them when you meet them. To be quite honest i'm not sure this is entirely true some people do know the instant they meet their future partner that this is the person they've been looking for all their life but it doesn't work like that for everyone the real rule first which wasn't nearly snappy enough to use as a title is that if you are not sure if this is the right one don't take gamble on it because if they are the right one you will know it even if it takes a bit of time, see, not snappy at all. In the other words, if it's right, you will be sure either straight away or a bit later, but you will know. If you're absolutely sure this is the right person, the moment you clap eyes on them, you are very lucky unless it happens to you every time, in which case you need to have a serious word with yourself. The important thing, though, It's not to commit yourself until you're certain. How many defaults people have you heard say, Do you know even on my wedding day I was wondering if I was doing the right thing? Well, I can tell you. If you're still wondering about it on your wedding day, then no, you're not doing the right thing. What you're doing is making a big mistake. Marriage and or kids are tough enough when you are sure you're with the right person. It's lunacy to enter into it without even being certain of that. So if you aren't sure right at the beginning, that's normal. It may take weeks, months, or even years to be sure. Especially if you are of um, natural doubtful persuasion. That's all fine. It's just that until you really are sure, you shouldn't be making a permanent commitment. Your new partner, of course, may be sure sooner than you are. We're all different. But don't allow them to persuade you into making a decision before you're ready. It's understandable that they want you to commit yourself. You're a wonderful person, why wouldn't they want to be with you? But no one will benefit if you make the wrong decision. This is really the right person for you to spend your life with. You won't be thinking, I don't know, is it me? I'm just not sure if this is right. Well, it will do. You'll be thinking, yes, 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 let's get on it with it. If you're not thinking that, you're not ready to commit yourself yet. Rules number five. Choose someone who makes you love. I nearly put this rule first because I think it's the absolutely most important thing of all in a relationship. If you choose your partner of their looks, their status, even the rest of their personality, you could regret it eventually. Anyway, lots of those things can get lost along the way. Even personality traits can change. A confident person can be shattered by an emotional trauma. A patient person can become irritable and frustrated through illness or pain but a sense of humor will last you long after everything else has gone. Even you're, when you're both sitting there in your rocking chairs, the after retirement and the kids have long since grown up, it may be all you have left. And if it is, it will be enough. Laughter is worth its weight on gold. A sense of humor is a very personal thing and some people just make us laugh more than others. When you find a person who really makes you laugh, more than anyone else, marry them. That's my advice. Assuming they are the right sex, you're almost guaranteed to fancy them because anyone who makes you laugh will be hugely attractive, even if they're not physically what you've been anticipating. Okay, I'm being a little extreme here, but only slightly. Personally, I married the person who made me laugh more than anyone else, and it was absolutely the right thing to do. But maybe you'll prefer to go for the second or third funniest person you met, just don't compromise on the sense of humor because it's really is the top of priority. I'll tell you another thing to look for, you don't want, you don't just want someone who makes you laugh generally, although this is essential. The best thing of all is to find someone who can make you laugh at yourself that will get you through life more smoothly than anything else. I have a friend whose wife died a few years ago and and he says that one of the things that he misses most is being able to laugh at himself. He hadn't realized how much she, she helped him to do that, or how essential it was to this happiness. He says he takes himself far too seriously these days and gets stressed about things that she would have got him chuckling about. So, next time you meet someone with gorgeous legs, or sexy eyes, or cute smile, don't be seduced right away. See if they can tickle you without touching first. stop for a little while because i posted this uh quote on my instagram i'm sorry that i am uh, a little bit stopped in there well i think i'm gonna continue until rule six and after that we're going to continue to reading the rules um later on in my next episode well i'm gonna reading you i'm gonna read it first to you the rule number six Being less than 100% attractive is a great filter. If you're not in a relationship at the moment, it's tempting to blame your looks, maybe you're overweight or going bald or getting bags under your eyes or too short or too tall or have wonky teeth. Well, look around you. All over the world, people fatter, bolder, wrinkler, taller, shorter or more in need of a trip to the dentist than you happily settled in a relationship with people who love them and no they didn't all start out looking perfect. I have a very attractive friend who used to be with this man who would nag her every time she started to put on weight. He would insist she cut down her eating or go to gym. She felt he was only with her for her looks and because she could show her off. There are plenty of superficial men and women out there who choose their partners for their looks don't really love the person underneath but that's not your problem those extra pounds or that bald patch or the teeth they're deterring all those shallow people who might have wanted you for your looks and then left you when you get older or put on weight but now you don't have to worry about them they'll leave you alone anyone worth having on the other hand will love you Yourself and won't mind the physical imperfection if they have if they even considered them imperfection. Would you turn someone perfect down just because they were a bit overweight or wore glasses or had a big nose? I hope not. So, why would anyone worthwhile do it to you? Actually, this isn't just about looks. The same is true for wealth and status. Being poor or having no car or living in a rented bed set are great filter too. Look, go and get your teeth fixed if you want to. Dye it away the extra weight. Have a hair in blind. I'm not sure what you're supposed to do about being too tall. Although I have a tall friend who tells me she used to walk in a gutter when she met prospective boyfriend, one who was shorter than she was. My point is that you can make all the changes you like if it makes you happier, but it won't make you any more likely to find a good partner. If the perfect person is out there somewhere, they'll find you anyway. So be confident and know that you're attractive to anyone deep enough to care about the whole of you, and not just what you look like on their arm. And when that someone finds you, you'll feel sexy and special and completely forget about your flaws. Anyone worth having, will love you for yourself. Oh, I love this book. I really do love this book. Uh, well, because Yeah, we missed everything. I mean During our young age We... kita waktu muda tuh ya maksudnya zaman zaman uh, ketika kita tuh masih muda masih teenager kita tuh terlena sama penampilan kita tuh terlena sama look someone all well, in fact kayaknya itu nggak berlaku ketika lo udah di umur umur uh, above twenty five ya yeah. itu semua tuh kayak nggak berlaku lagi what's matter is this person can make you happy. Bisa terima kita apa adanya, karena basically um, apa yang dibutuhkan seseorang itu adalah sebuah penerimaan apa adanya, ya kan? Jadi, kayak kadang-kadang tuh kita selalu berdoa untuk mau um, saya mau diterima apa adanya, saya mau punya pasangan yang menerima siapa adanya. Walaupun kadang-kadang kita juga nggak suka kadang-kadang tuh kayak nggak menerima seseorang apa adanya gitu ya kan. And that's kind of bullshit thing. I think kalau kita bisa belajar untuk menerima seseorang benar-bener tulus apa adanya, things will be different, I believe. Things will be different, definitely. speaking about the humor thing itu kayak ada benarnya juga sih kayak, ya lo nggak akan 100% atau selamanya menjadi humorist di depan your significant other karena you are human too kalian punya perasaan yang harus y- yang berjalan terus gitu. jadi to be able to laugh, kayak tertawa bareng atau even kayak melihat kelakuan your significant other and can make us laugh instead of being so um, kayak irritating itu kayak something enjoyable ngasih. Jadi kayak daripada lu ngelihat kelakuan lebih akan lebih menyenangkan kalau lu melihat kelakuan ketika lu melihat apa yang dilakukan lo pasangan lo itu eh uh, Lucu dibanding kayak Ngeselin gitu kan Maksudnya kayak, Ya lebih baik lo ngeliat Apa yang dilakuin sama pasangan lo itu Sesuatu yang lucu daripada Lo lu ngeliat apa yang dilakuin sama pasangan lo Ngeselin dibuat lo Itu kan kayak capek ya Kalau ngeselin yeah. I'm on, my, I'm on my way to that love I know that and I know it will come to me it will arrive on time in that. So meanwhile kayak, Buat kalian Di luar sana yang lagi mencari uh, Cinta I hope Gue sih kayak menyarankan banget sih Kalian baca buku ini Karena Lebih kayak reflection to your own self Gitu loh kayak. Before you be with someone kayak You have to prepare yourself gitu. Kayak, Buku ini tuh membantu kita untuk mem, mem- apa ya uh, memper- mempersiapkan diri kita gitu kayak oh uh, apakah ya mungkin sebenarnya selama ini yang salah adalah gimana gue memandang orang lain gitu kali ya maksudnya kayak um, gimana gue memandang orang lain gimana gue memandang diri gue sendiri gimana gue uh, behave or do ketika sama pasangan gitu ya kan and that's really really helpful for me kayak personally ini membantu gue banget gitu. Uh, it's been interesting wow well, gua akan bacain lagi nanti sih ya kayak roll- uh, rules selanjutnya gitu and I'm so happy to reading you this although kayaknya tuh kayak uh, kebanyakan bisa Inggris gitu tapi I hope you get the meaning ya gak sih kayak karena get the message I hope you get the message I believe you can get the message so mm, thank you for listening Alyssa Christy Erdeni podcast for today uh, see you in another episode uh, of the rules of love by Richard Templar, yang dibacain sama gue and I guess I'll see you next time still not off okay it's off now okay bye bye